Welcome back to the latest episode of the CGA Tour. I'm your host, Calvin Glenn Alexander, and on this episode of the podcast, I have Spencer Mitten, Tyler Gerstein, and Logan Tutt all talking about the NBA, college basketball, and giving some predictions here for the end of the season. So, Spencer, lead it off with you here as the resident non-huge fan of a really good NBA team, at least historically. <laughs> I don't know, the Spurs, they are historically good, but... I don't know. I don't know how to categorize here. Who do you think is going to win the East? Right. Can the I just start East? there? Yeah. Well, we can go with a former, yeah, former Spurs uh, assistant coach, uh, Mike Budenholzer with the Bucks. Uh, they are just on a tear. Giannis is that man, best player in the world, and I think they're what twenty and two, like twenty and four in their last, you know, twenty five games. So um, I don't even really think it's it's a competition anymore. I think it's just a toss up between the Bucks the Celtics and, and the Sixers, but my money's in the Bucks. Well said. Well said. I, I mean, listen, the, the Bucks are good, um, but when they get into the postseason, my biggest concern is, is Chris Middleton. Um, he's kind of been a non-factor all year, so like you go Giannis, sure, you're, he's going to get his. Drew Holiday, yeah, but you always need that third guy in the playoffs. Um, so, so you got I, Tyler, you got the Sixers. Go no, I mean I'm, ju- I'm just I'm, I'm going crazy, back to Spenny. On, I'm asking on. Spenny who that third guy in Milwaukee. As crazy is. as the as this is, if you look at the numbers, Brooke Lopez has been a border, been borderline All Star this year. So if Middleton is not going to be that guy, that third wheel, um, Brooke, you know, is more than capable. And are I we, like that Crowder pickup. Are we forgetting I, about Drew Holiday? No, like he's, no, he's I, number two. Giannis he's is true. And then we Drew Holiday is going to get his buckets in the playoffs. For yeah. sure. You know, you, yeah, you can say that Middleton hasn't been all, you know, all that this year. But at the end of the day, Drew Holiday is a playoff player. He's going to get his. I like, I like the Crowder pickup. And they got Goran Dragic. They, they just stole Dragic, him. Dragic is going to do anything? I mean, is, is he going to do anything? I mean, I mean, it's just one. On I, I read a report online the other day that the Celtics were actually pretty pissed off that he ended up going to Milwaukee because they thought they could handle the Bucks roster like one through 15. But Drogic, you know, he could just pop off for 21 game. I'm not saying he'll do that every game, but, you know, game four on the road and you get 20 from a guy who's playing 12 minutes, 14 minutes. Like, why not? I don't know though. I mean, the Bucks like they've been there, but they've really capitalized when there's been injuries. I mean, do you think like the Celtics or the Sixers or the Cavs even get injured? I mean, I, like I don't think you can make that argument uh, with the Bucks when you look at the Celtics. Robert Williams cannot stay healthy for more than ten games at a time. Al Horford's super old. I feel like Jalen Brown is always banged up. Same with Sam with Smart. Tatum's honestly super durable. But I feel like they're they're just as, you know, in and out. And, I mean, talk about the Sixers. Like, Embiid, credit to him. I mean, he's completely changed his career around. But, um, you know, it, you never know what you're going to get with him. You never know if Harden, how that hammy's feeling. Um, you know, so it's it's just a Russian roulette anyway you slice it. Well, the the year they won it all, right? Who did they beat in the Eastern Conference? Who, the Bucks? Yeah. And they beat the Nets or the Hawks? But I mean, an injured team is what I'm saying, right? Like they beat, like they're really good. They capitalize I think it was the Hawks. It was Eastern Conference Finals. It was the Hawks. It was the, the Eastern... Hawks. I mean, damn, fact checked on your own uh, pod. No, I'm <laughs> saying like the. I mean, the, the Hawks like that good. 
I mean, the Hawks, the Hawks, what they beat the Knicks. I mean, they were hot though. They were on fire. They're hot. Like, you know, like yeah. when you play good basketball at, at the, you know, important part of the season that that's kind of what I, what I can well i mean the in the finals that was year cp3 what he missed a couple of a couple finals games no, correct? No, no. i don't think he was healthy in the finals i mean when, yeah. is, chris, when is chris paul this is a good point as well but i mean <laughs> i took Hal's point i think the bucks have had success they're an, an amazing regular season team they won one finals they haven't gotten any better since that finals i i disagree they i think haven't, the roster's the same I disagree. Literally, Jay Crowder, that's mm. one. I know they have, bought, they, have, they have Portis in there, but they have Drogic. I think Javon Carter plays a much bigger role than like what George Hill was to them. I think they've done a really good job of developing guys who not necessarily they've drafted, but who they've gotten their hands on who are maybe, you know, second, third teams in the league that, you know, have something to prove. Yeah, I mean, I think what they've gotten from Bobby Portis, for example, is amazing. He's a beast. I just think, like, to your point, you replace Javon Carter, George Hill with Javon Carter. Eh, you know, I, I don't I'm know. Saying, what other team, though, would that work? Like, like, and again, these aren't, like, all-star names, but what other team is going to, you know, create Javon Carter into a 20, 25-minute-per-game role player who can give you spot starts? Like, I think I, mo- I think any team that gave him that opportunity, those minutes, he wasn't getting those minutes in Phoenix. He came over to Milwaukee, got those minutes. I don't think it's anything the coaching I mean, he was did. DNP'd in Brooklyn. He was DNP'd in Memphis. Like, this is, I'm pretty sure, his fourth team in the league. Yeah, and that's also because he's a role player on those teams. Like, you're talking about, you know, one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference playing a, a, a role player 20 minutes a game. Like, that's... I know, Almost but he was get, he was getting benched on non-playoff teams. Now he's a contributor on a on a you know a championship caliber team. I think that speaks volumes to you know the the, the Bucks coaching staff. But I, I really don't want to talk about Javon Carter for <laughs> for more than 10, more than ninety seconds at a time. No, no I mean I, I think that's fair. But to your point of like, okay, they brought in like Dragic and they brought in Jay Crowder. Like I just don't think those are big big moves. Like I like big enough to get him durable throughout the whole. Playoffs, I mean, I mean, I'm. Uh, you've only asked me. What? What about? What about <laughs> no, no, Tyler? I mean, I mean, what about but, Logan? But also, like, but also, but also, like I'm not like completely disagreeing with you. The number one teams in the East. So yeah, where you I know? come from and like where I grew up, right? The the team with the best player normally won at the end of the day, and Giannis is the best player. I don't care what anyone says. I haven't seen. I think LeBron and like everyone knows. I hate LeBron is the most physically gifted athlete of all time. Um, I think Giannis, Giannis, like Shaq and LeBron probably tied for one. I think Giannis is, is, is number two. So I think if you have a shot, it's, you know, with Giannis and it's, it's, it's a pretty good shot. All right. All right. Well, well, but Tyler, the resident 76ers fan that I know, are, are they going to, are they going to take it? They going to go? I mean, like on, on paper, I think these Sixers are the most talented team in the East. Um, I think they have probably the worst coach in the Eastern Conference. Maybe not regular season. I'm just, I'm not a Doc Rivers fan at all. Um, took one extremely talented team um, and won a finals in 08 and hasn't done jack since then. Um, but I do think the Sixers have just as good a chance as anybody. I think in a seven-game series, like, yeah, absolutely. The Sixers, because again, to my point, they have that third guy. And it's Tyrese Maxey it, or it's Tobias Harris on a given night. Um, and I don't think you can point to the Bucks or the Celtics that have as good a third and fourth player as the Sixers. I don't um, think I don't think the Sixers have a single person that could defend anyone on the Celtics or the Bucks. That's just crazy because Tobias Harris and DeAnthony Melton are one of the two. Of the De- best De- I forgot about DeAnthony. DeAnthony's great, but I think trading Matisse may 
end up being a mistake. But Matisse, you just couldn't keep on the floor because he was so inconsistent offensively, and he's just like... Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I just, when it comes down to it, I feel like Milwaukee and Boston both have bigs. And I'm not saying you're going to control Joel Embiid, but at least, like, you know, if you throw Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, Giannis, Robert Williams, Al Horford at him, you have a better shot than throwing Al Horford on Giannis or... You know, something like that. So I think Sixers are good. They're deep. Um, you know, they're going to make a run. But at the end of the day, I just don't know defensively if, uh, you know, they're they're there. Yeah. I mean, to your, to your point, Tyler, like on paper, Sixers, great roster, right? Like like you said, they have the third guy. They even have the fourth guy in Tobias Harris. Um, but honestly, my biggest withdrawal from them making the finals is honestly Doc Rivers. Like yeah. Like you said, like. He's not proven in the playoffs. He's honestly proven to fucking lose games in the playoffs, you know, opposed to <laughs> winning games. Like, so in my opinion, he's their, their biggest liability. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think, I don't know who was kind of took a shot at Doc Rivers the other day. I don't know if you guys saw that it was post game. Somebody, Blake Griffin, um, the Sixers, Celtics. Blake was like, yeah. And, you know, Doc kind of didn't make any adjustments mid game, which hurt them. Um, and that's just kind of what Doc doesn't do i think doc goes into a game with a game plan missoula those guys bootholzer they're gonna throw curveballs and it's it's what you can do to adjust and i think that's where doc lacks um but yeah i mean like on paper there's there's no reason they shouldn't it's it's um, it's yeah. crazy too how how much the the landscape of the east has changed since the start of the season though like beginning of the season we were talking about the heat we were talking about the nets we were talking about maybe a sleeper team, you know, out, you know, down Toronto's always, you know, plays difficult, but now it's literally a three, a three horse race. So it's just uh, funny how things change. No Cavs or Knicks? That's the resident Knicks fan. No, nah, you're a resident Knicks fan. Um, I don't think the Knicks have, have what it takes to, to make to the finals. You know, Jalen Brunson, hell of a pickup this offseason, the, probably the best free agent signing. Julius Randle still playing great basketball since his, you know, breakout season a few years ago um, but at the end of the day like I, I just personally don't think that they could, they'll be able to pull it together against teams like the Celtics the Bucks, and the Sixers like Spinney said I do think it is a three three team three team race. I, I, I love that Josh Hart pickup I thought that uh, was yeah, a great I, even Josh Hart yeah I think the the Knicks to that point like yeah they're not they're not finals contenders like I would be scared shitless to play the Knicks in the first round um, I think any team would I think they're gonna give a team a run and they're defensively they're amazing um Josh Hart's a great pickup to that point. I do think like next year they are super attractive destination now, which has like been the big thing about the Knicks is like, Oh, no one wants to go there. They're not a blah, blah, blah. Like right now, like any superstar free agent or somebody looking to get traded or moved, like Manhattan is, is looking sexier by the day. So the Knicks are looking good. Like, do I I think though they, they could win a second round series? Yes, I do. Um, Do I think they can, you know, make it to the finals and, Go all the way? I don't. <laughs> I mean, you're not. I mean, I like it. You're not an irrational fan. Yeah. I'm you know not. I mean, oh, I've, day, I've, I've been an irrational fan my whole life. Yeah. At this point, last five, six years, you know, the waters have calmed me. I'm, I'm very rational at these, at these oh days. You got a level headed New York fan. That's, yeah. that's, that's great to see. That's rare. What, what world is this? It's not <laughs> it, it takes James Dolan being I will say, I will say this. I love how hard. Randall plays. I love how hard uh, Brunson plays. I love like I like they just play hard. And if it's honestly funny because I feel like them and the the Nets have almost like switched like um, just like the fabric that they're built off of. Like Nets are very you know flashy. They're the new thing, but 
New York, if anything, like this team is gritty. They're grimy. They'll do what it takes. Um, yeah. I just think, and going back to the Cavs, I think the Cavs are one year away from doing something, you know, yeah. nice. I think Mobley took a step back. Um, a little sophomore slump, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's to be expected, too, when you throw, like, a guy like Donovan Mitchell in there. Um, but I think it'll be a very interesting, you know, team to watch next year because, I mean, one through five, I don't think there's a better starting five in the league. Like, I mean, you have two all-stars, uh, the one and two. I mean, who are they starting at the three these days? Like, Harris or... Like, LeVert. Yeah. LeVert was, was honestly great with the with the Nets for a while and with, and with the Pacers when it was, you know... Um, his time to shine. And then you have, you know, two tree trunks down there in Mobley and Allen. So I think this year it's all about gaining experience. And then next year, um, you know, it can make a run. Shit's getting serious. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, I'd say the Knicks and the Cavs are in the same spot in that, that same Mm -hmm. point. Maybe Mm -hmm. even the Nets, if they got the perfect dude, but like, I love Mikel Bridges. I I think the Knicks and the Nets are, a little further apart. No, I, no, I, agree. I, agree. I, yeah. I just really do think Mikel Bridges could be a face of a team. Like, he is... Well, if, if the Suns don't win a championship, then, I mean, obviously, but, like, the, the, the Nets may have fleeced them. Oh, uh, yeah. Because Mikel Bridges is... He's, K- he's K- I mean, he's not KD, but like he's he has KD like qualities. Hundred percent. Cam Johnson's very good. Those yeah. four picks. I mean, they. One they, of those picks is going to be one, one at least one like is going to be with how old the Suns are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're you know CPs. We'll we'll get to that, but no, I hate CP. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> maybe it's time. We'll talk about the West here. I'll start the other way, Logan. Who would you pick for the West? I don't even think yeah. Logan. Who's your pick in the East? I mean, I am a pick in the East. Um, yeah. I'm going Celtics. Um, Celtics. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. You, they, you know, you, you can't deny the season they had last year. The season they had this year. They made the run last uh, last season in the postseason. Um, they switched one through five. They're playing defense. You know, from one, you know, one, two, three, four, five. They got shooters. You talk about role players like Grant Williams. My step, my hesitation is their injuries. You know, uh, Robert Williams staying healthy. You know, them being able to defend Embiid. Um, Giannis, those guys in the paint. Uh, but at the end of the day, coaching, right? Like you look at, like I said, Doc Rivers, that's my biggest stipulation with the Sixers. Um, Joe Mazzulla, it's his first season. But at the end of the day, he's been in that system. So I think like, you know, them, them being able to gel um, at the right time. I know they're not playing too well right now, but I think they'll be able to put together. Yeah. Hey, on that point, Doc Rivers is one in three in playoff games when he's up three and one in the series. Yep. Like he just cannot close it out. And uh, Ime Doku, I'm saying that I think I'm saying that wrong completely. But <laughs> last year was a rookie head coach and got him all the way to the finals too. So yeah. not saying Missoula couldn't. He did, he did a lot more than get him to the, the finals. I mean, do we think like real quick on that? Do we think that Brad Stevens is still doing stuff behind the scenes? Oh, of course. Wise? I don't, I don't know what he does. He's definitely pulling I some mean, strings here and there. It is a little bit. Obviously, the talents there. You know, they're talented as hell. But like. For again, to your point, Udoka and then Missoula to come in, it, it, the most seamless transition yeah. I've seen. Like, Brad Stevens has to be doing something yeah. behind the scenes. And also, like, I, I don't know exactly what system they're running, but I, I'm assuming that it, you know, has something to do with their system, right? Like, yeah. look at the, the it, Warriors system that worked for four or five years, still working to these, like, this day. Um, I think this, the Celtics have a good system that's working right now. Yeah, I agree. And that's what I think the Celtics are where the Cavs will be in like two years from now. Like, they've had this core group of, Rob Williams, Tatum, Brown, Smart for it feels like, you know, four or five years now. So 
I think they play well off each other. I thought the Celtics coming in like added the most talent with Brogdon. Um, you know, they brought the core back and um, they even got like, you know, Muscal at the deadline, which is like pretty, you know, minimal. But um, I mean, with Rob Williams being hurt all the time, like that, that, yeah. that could definitely be pretty big in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just think, like I said, it's a three-team race. And I don't know what, what the hell's going on with Miami. I feel like they're... They're kind always, of in no man's land a little bit. Like. They're, they're, yeah, they're they're like the Knicks without all the momentum and all... Like the draft capital and yeah. the, the cap and the young talent. Like, it's just not... Yeah, Miami's in a weird spot. I mean, mm-hmm. They really are. Yeah, they've definitely been on a decline since uh, 2020 for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they had that bubble run and then yeah. Lowry really was just... Not a great Not pickup, it, really. So, Still. yeah, I, I don't know how they pay for as many guys as they do to be with, because they're just really big contracts for so many guys on that roster for the yeah. Heat, and they somehow make it work, even though it's not, it's not conveying like excellence. You know, they're. I mean, they're I think not. even that to your point, like that Duncan Robinson contract, that guy signed four years, eighty million. You haven't what, seen him what since. happened to that? That's like he crazy. he played thirty five minutes a game for I feel like the whole season, like played all eighty two. Uh oh. I just spilled uh, a little bit on myself. Uh, <laughs> I was drinking some water. But. Uh, we're, we're talking about a shooter. Someone, you know. Yeah. No, it's I. A I don't know splash. if in practice he just stopped hitting shots. And, you know, maybe he got that bag. And him and James Harden were in the clubs. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what was going on there. I mean, he's played in three games in the month of March. And he's played 17 minutes against the Hawks on March 6th. And then six minutes against the Sixers and the Hornets. I just, just, I feel like it's it's not, you can point at the contract, but it's not Duncan Robinson. Like, I think Bam has hit a ceiling and he, Bam is an all-star player. He's a great player, but I don't think he's, you know, going to turn from 18 and 10 to 25 and 12. Um, I think Jimmy's getting older. I think Kyle, you know, has lost a little bit. Yeah, is old and. I don't know. I, I've never really been big on Tyler Hero, but I mean, the kid could get hot. Like, you know, I think Tyler Hero as you know could be a, an amazing like on a championship team is a sixth man, um, in my opinion, and I think he's a damn good one. Um, similar to a Tyrese Maxey, I think like Tyrese Maxey is a starter. He started the past couple of games for the Sixers. They just put him back in the starting lineup. But if you got a guy off the bench, I can give you twenty. Um, you know, that's that's. That kind of puts some teams over the top, and I just don't think right now he's almost like the guy in Miami in a sense, like him and Jimmy, obviously. But I don't know if he is to to Spenny's point. He's he's not the guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got to talk about the West here, though. So I don't necessarily want to be on record, but I'll all at this point I'll say I think it's I think the Celtics, but barely. All right, Logan, who do you got in the West? Man, the West is a absolute toss up. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams I like. Um, I think, you know, the Mavericks can make a run. I think the Suns can make a run. But at the end of the day, I've never in my life picked the Denver Nuggets to go to the NBA <laughs> Finals. But I'm not going to lie, I think this year's their year. Let's go. Never have I done it. But, you know, Jokic could be his third MVP season. Um, they're putting things together this year. Um, you know, you got coaching, you got shooters, you got defense there. Um, they've been the best team all season. Really, the only downside I have is that they could be the Suns that, you know, a few years ago when they were the best regular season team um, and absolutely got shat on in the playoffs. But I think uh, I think the Nuggets could definitely make a run. Yeah, I I, I think the, 
I think the Nuggets could go. I mean, they're currently five wins up uh, against the second best team in the West. There's definitely a great chance they could go. I just worry about basically they're they're built for the regular season. They have really, really great offense. They can flow through teams. And on a night-to-night basis, they have the best player in the NBA, at least from a MVP side for sure, because he's going to maybe win his third in a row here. And, I mean, it's really tough to not pick them because they have shown how good they can be. But just every single year when it gets to the playoffs, like, okay, is Jamal Murray going to go off like he did against Donovan Mitchell and Utah Jazz some years ago? Great series, by the way. One of my favorite series in the last five years. Oh, I mean, it was amazing to watch in the bubble there. But, like, is he going to be able to have a couple of those games to get him out of some rounds when, like, Yoko just getting put in one and five screens and just not being able to stay with the guy as well as, like, no one could really expect from him? But still, it just is what it is there. I think that I think they got um, a, a lot of good role players over the last few years that they didn't have. You know, uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. He won a championship in Los Angeles. Um, he's a great playoff player, defense, three pointers. Um, Bruce Brown, also a great role player in the playoffs with the Nets. Um, and obviously, you know, you got Jamal Murray shooting threes. I think, like I said, I think they could really definitely make a run. Um, they've they've definitely put together a good solid nine players that can switch and make plays in the postseason. Yeah. I I mean I'm so glad my boy Jokic is getting some some love and I know he's oh, he's, he's one is he just yeah. it's just this year? <laughs> well, no. Uh, I just mean in the sense that um, people are taking the Nuggets. I feel like more serious than they have in the past. And I mean it's just hilarious to me that this man Jokic who looks like he should be like a welder in some foreign country is not only going to be a three time MVP but he could like care less. You know what I mean? Like he just loves playing basketball. He loves playing with his teammates. He's not, you know, going out clubbing. His brothers are scary as shit, but like he loves (laughs) asking his brothers just to commit a couple felonies here and there or misdemeanors, whatever it may be, you know, but I just, I love how like you can see and like, I don't know. I mean, I, I play basketball. I, I know it's like a joke, an ongoing joke that I play similar to him, but like, in the sense that, like, you see that not not <laughs> three time MVP. Whoa. Yeah. I want to go back to that. I was gonna wait. I was gonna wait until somebody. But yeah, all right. Continue. Let me finish off your point. Yeah. Sure. Well, regardless, like you can see, like he gets joy from seeing his teammates succeed, which is so rare, and that's why I love him. Um, is because like he would go for twenty assists over twenty points every single night, and if you look at any other superstar in the league, LeBron would do the same thing. No, I wouldn't. He'd yeah, get, he would. scored 20, then, then you know, complain about getting, you know, nah, some assists. LeBron is team first. But. I'm just I'm just excited that, you know, Jokic is... I feel like this is the team, you know, to, to Logan's point, that, that can make some serious noise. Um, I really like Bruce Brown. I think that was, like, such an under-the-radar signing. Um, and I, I even like Thomas Bryant, like, snagging him from the Lakers. TB. Yeah, TB, so. miss him. Oh. I play like Jokic. I just want to repeat, I do play like Jokic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Um, I I will say this. You are massively taller than anyone you play basketball against. I am the best passing big. I am the best passing big you have ever played with. For sure. And and honestly, you are just, you're you're insanely tall. Yeah, you're like, what, 6'6", 6'7"? You also look like you could be a welder in a foreign country, so... Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, but like, yeah, you're not like ripped with a six pack. Otherwise, you're probably being tied in for the Rams. Good. I mean, I don't Maybe. even just put a helmet on me. I'm I'm down. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, real quick, I I will say like Nuggets. They they're currently on a four game losing streak. Um, I think there's like 13 to 15 games left. So to go on a four game losing streak this late in the season, 
I don't think bodes well. Um, I mean, the Celtics, Celtics have lost. They lost to the Rockets the other night. Yeah, dude. and that's why I didn't pick the Celtics to come out of the East. Um, he picked the Sixers who have won five in a row. So the Sixers that. are heating up at the, at the right time. Celtics, Nuggets cooling off. Still but got a month of the season left. Do, can we say, like, is Mike Malone, um, is is he maybe, is he not a playoff guy? Because. Oh, because Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham's been through it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he won who a championship. Won, who, won, with the Bucks. who won? Yeah, who won that championship, though? Putinholzer. But he was on the team. I mean, he was on no, the No, Giannis. Giannis okay, won that. Okay, well, I mean, if we're talking coaching, I'm just saying, like, they haven't, they've had a very good roster. Um, they haven't gone to the finals. I, I don't know if they No, this go. is, this is it. This, this is, is it. the year? This okay. is, the, like, like. That's the, what I'm asking. No, well, I'm, no, 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 not this is the year that, like, I hope, like, honestly, like, just for Jokic's sake, because I'm such a super fan, I hope they win it. But, like, if they don't win it this year, then it's going to be like, okay. Um, he might, you know, start getting even more hate and, you know. Yeah, no, I think they either win it or they either go to the finals this year or they're pretenders. Like, they have the roster to be able to do it. And if they don't, there's a problem moving forward. The, th- the thing is, though, is like, it feels like this is the, the make it or break it year for them. But like, Murray's, what, 25, 26? Michael Porter Jr.'s 23, 24. Like, this team's... And Jokic isn't even 30, I don't think. Like, this team's built for, like, you know, the next probably five, six years. But I feel like it so much can change, like, yeah. you know. But also, like, how often does that happen? Like, with the young stars, like, a lot of the times, you know, they're, they're not growing for... 10 years a lot of times you know stuff's breaking up they're, they're going somewhere else so not not to say that Jamal Murray or Jokic would go somewhere else but long term I don't think you can kind of bank on that you know yeah yeah I got a uh, got a trivia question for you who do you think's older Aaron Gordon or Jokic I'm Aaron Gordon's been in the league like low-key forever I'm gonna go Aaron Gordon no he's a year younger than Jokic he's 27 wow. I would have said Aaron Gordon too I, I would have yeah. I that's the reason why I'm asking I would have thought no matter what it was it was Aaron Gordon just because sure. he's been in the league for forever. And but and I checked all your stats here. I mean, yeah, Jokic is the young is the oldest guy out of all four, including Michael Porter Jr. at twenty eight. I mean, yeah. not not no, not thirty two. You know, uh, yeah, no, no, no. The core is the core is solid. It's just it feels like this has been building and building. And if they can't, like everyone's coming into their prime. I feel like with the exception of Jokic, like I think Murray coming back from the knee injury. I think he's finally. Um, you know, confident. I think, you know, you're seeing the old Jamal Murray. I do want to talk about one team though, that I think I I wouldn't want to play in a seven game series and that's the Clippers. And it's just because getting hounded by Paul George, by Kawhi, um, you look at any wing on that team, you're looking at a rotation guy on any other team or a starter on any other team, like Amir Coffey, Terrence Mann, um, you know, they're, they'd be starters, Uh, you know, I'm pretty much, you know, I'd say about 40 to 45% of the league. So um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what the Clippers do. The only thing is like, and I guess this kind of contributes to the Nuggets being five games up. It's just, there's just, I feel like no continuity there. Like, I feel like someone's always missing a game. Someone's always sitting out. Um, if they can build some momentum and build some chemistry, and I know they're like one in five since Westbrook has, uh, you know, joined the squad. Um, I, I just would not want to play against, Two lengthy, hard-nosed, like just ballers, you know, night in, night out. I do think there'll be a lot of jockeying because of that reason. Because of the reason uh, teams will be favoring matchups versus other matchups. I don't know if it'll be the Clippers. People are trying to guys are trying to avoid. But I mean, you talk about it here. The fifth seed Warriors are ten games back from first place. Then the twelfth seed Pelicans are thirteen games back from also first place. 
I mean, so I mean, there's three games difference there between the fifth through the twelfth seeds. So there'll just be a lot of like just back and forth jockeying for positions. We get closer, you know, but closer to the playoffs. And like just to that point too, I know we're picking you know winners of the conference, but this is hands down the most balanced the NBA has been in my lifetime. In the, in the West, mm-hmm. in the in, West, no, 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 no in, in the entire in the whole NBA, Eastern, Western. I'm looking through these standings right now. And I have no freaking clue who's coming out of the West, and I love it. I love it. I, but it, I, I think it, there could be, I mean, outside of the Sacramento Kings, who, a great season, Mike light Brown. the goddamn beam. Yeah, Mike light Brown, it. coach of the year. But, like, seriously, like, I am so excited for the NBA playoffs because I have no idea. And, like, we can all predict. And if we're making a prediction, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Denver Nuggets as well. But... Um, man, I, I think it could be freaking one through 12. I would not be shocked if the Lakers are in the Western conference finals. And I'm not saying that cause I'm a fan. I just, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Lakers are playing great. Yeah. I agree. Playing, I just, I don't know how they, they stole Vanderbilt. Like Vanderbilt is Palenka fleeced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good for them. All right. Well, who's your, who's your pick? It's Benny. Um, I mean, I'll go. I guess I'll go a different route. Um, I, it really is a toss-up. I mean, what's separating like you know five through thirteen is you know half a game or two yeah. games, which is so crazy to think about. Um, I just, uh, I really, I'm rooting for the Clippers. I'm a big Kawhi guy, um, and I love Russ. Are I think. we are we giving up on the Memphis Grizzlies? Yes, I I think no, I think that the they are so solid still. Like they're their guys, like I think Tyus Jones could get a starting job, you know. Tyus Jones very good. Like, you know, and, and I think they've Super hit, well coached. They've hit on so many draft picks where guys just fill roles that are necessary for teams to win. Like I think Xavier Tillman went from being DNP to playing thirty game or excuse me, thirty minutes a game for the past, you know, half you know, half yeah. the season, quarter of the season. Um I think that they could win around but unless they have Jaw and Steven Adams. And, and that Brandon Clark Achilles is a killer, that's, too. That's I mean, tough, that yeah. Just, he was playing they're really just, well. They're just, Memphis is just versatile. Like, they are a versatile. I feel like Memphis and the Kings are just very versatile, very athletic. They can run you up and down the floor. Um, I'm really excited for Sacramento uh, just because that, that city, that team, that organization has needed this for, it feels like, like I'm 24 years old. It feels like it's been 24 years. Um, but I mean, yeah. It's been a while since I think they, I think they have the longest drought of not making the playoffs of any professional franchise period. And so, yeah, you're right. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah. And, and back to the little jockeying for position. They are Kings were one game back of the Grizzlies. So right now Grizzlies on three game win streak without jaw. I mean, that's good for them. But at the same point, like if the Grizzlies end up playing right now, they play the Timberwolves this season and today. Then I'd be like, all right, I think the Grizz could win that series. Like, I don't think the Timberwolves are killers. But if somehow the positions change up where they're playing the Clippers in the first round, to your point, like, then then all of a sudden I'm picking the Clippers for the 3-6 oh, upset or, or whatever easily. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's I, just not – like, the Timberwolves and the Thunder, I love the Thunder, but, like, Timberwolves and Thunder, I think, are the two that – all right, the Grizzlies see, they're like, all right, we could still do this. But other than that, I don't see another way that they – Get out of the first round. I mean, do the Clippers start Russ in the playoffs? Because I don't, I think the Lakers figured something out with that, bringing him off the bench, and then you plug him into the starting lineup. They're one in five. It's not working. It's just not. They're not, he's not, a, he's not a starting player anymore. Um, so, like, 
do they continue to start him? I'm, I'm asking genuinely. Yeah, I'm, how, how much time are they going to give him? You know, I mean, there's a month left in the season. If the Clippers are going to make a run, they have to figure it out now. Um, could they make a run in the playoffs? Yeah, for sure. They have two of the best players in the world, but um, I think they have to figure it out this month before they before we talk about them making a run in the playoffs. Well, I did think it was really weird that the Clippers got rid of Reggie Jackson when they got Westbrook. Like Westbrook was just a straight up signing. I mean, they agent. got they got bones. That's why. Well, I guess put it that to that point. Like he's not like Couple are, are you going to start? Well, I think yeah. Are you going to start Bones over Russ? No, I mean honestly, like, I'm that's such their depth, I'm so really. tired of Russ getting like the hate. If he <laughs> doesn't leave the Wizards, right? Like he was he was an All Star two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, LeBron and AD purposely went out and traded for him, and um, huge mistake. I mean, sure, right? Like they didn't win a championship. Healed. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, right, like Russ is the fall guy and it, it, it's really sad because his legacy took a hit, you know, for something that LeBron and AD pushed for and they got basically none of the, the repercussions. But um, I, if if you do, let's say theoretically you do bring Russ off the bench, I think man's a very capable you know, point guard. I know he's not, that's not his main position, but you can run him and Paul George together. And I mean, the league is so, the league's the best it's ever been. Like you can have, I mean, Mason Plumley takes the ball up the floor nowadays. I'm not saying that like that's who you're going to start at point guard, but uh, at the end of the day, like you have Kawhi, you have PG, you have Man, you have Marcus Morris, you have Zubak. Like you have so many playmakers and guys who are willing to make that extra pass that, um, if you want to spark off the bench and bring us off the bench, like I think that they have the the ammo to do it. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'll be one of the biggest Russ defenders there ever is. But I, I at some point I'm going. You know what? Like he's a definitely a better defender than Eric Gordon because Eric Gordon can't stay in front of anyone anymore. But then again, like on the offensive side, how much is he helping you out? On the other side of the ball. So there's just if, yeah, if bringing them off the bench works best. Then I'd say do that too. If you're, see, so who's your team in the West you're picking? I guess I'll, I'll go like 1A, 1B, Clippers, Nuggets. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for, again, like right now, because I, I don't really have a team that, you know, I'm diehard for that that's at least competitive in the playoffs. I would love for, oh, I would love for Luka to, you know, get, get there, but I just don't think the Mavs, yeah. Kyrie, you know, some crazy story is going to come out where he's going to see a chicken in Texas and call, you know, animal rights and it's yeah. gonna get it's gonna get out of hand but um i'd say <laughs> clippers clippers and nuggets one a one b well i'd also say like the mavs are lost three in a row their last 10 they're three and seven they're just not on a great trajectory overall they're now the ninth seed in the west the season ended today with a game under 500 and i think for that reason like i'm not gonna pick the mavs for sure i don't love the clippers as much as you do i know you're saying one a one b versus nuggets but I'm just going to say it's I, just seven I, I, games though. Like it's I, not, I, if you're picking like a pick them, like I, I, I might even take the Lakers all the way at that point. Right. Cause that, you know, like that's a different discussion, but seven games of playing against like two of the best, you know, offensive defensive, you know, forwards in the league. Like that's tough to do against the, the, you know, the Clippers and Paul George even said it like playing against Jokic. Like they have thrown everything at him. They've had meetings. They have, watch tape, they cannot figure him out. So I just think seven games, the Clippers and the Nuggets are, are the most difficult. So I, I got you. I, I'm just going to say I think the Suns. I just want to throw it in there. I yeah. think they're being extra spe extra certain with KD. He's fully healthy when he comes back. 
There's nothing going on. He gets injured in warmups. Apparently, there's reports where he could have played still, but he didn't, and they're just going to keep him out. I would pick the Suns. Like, it's honestly a little bit it's, just it's, to be different, but it's also, I do think the Suns have a really good chance of winning the whole thing this year. Because it's literally, if, if they're fully healthy, they win the whole thing. Like, none of us none of us are questioning at all if they're, if they're healthy. I just think, like, my concern with the Suns yes. is a similar concern yes. to the Bucks is who is the third uh, guy. No. You, you got two. You got Devin Booker. You got uh, Kevin Durant. CP3 is a shell of himself, and I hate DeAndre Ayton. Um, so <laughs> I I hope he's listening to this podcast. I think he's a bum, but I just I am not a DeAndre Ayton fan, and I don't think that he is like a third guy on a championship team. So who is that third guy? That that's my concern with with the Suns. I personally think you have KD and you have um, um, Devin Booker. Kevin Durant's one of the best players in the world. He'd be the bus make driver a shot. on this team, by the He's, way. Like he, this would be his team. Yeah, this is, for sure. I know this is this is books like culture, but I, like I, KD is the alpha on this team for sure. Um, Kevin Durant's making a shot over anybody. He's making those shots in the fourth quarter. Uh, you got Booker as a second guy. I don't think you need a third guy, honestly. Um, they got a lot of role players. I know you said you hate Aiden, but he's still going to get you ten and ten at least a game. Play defense. Um, you know, secure the paint down. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Calvin. I really think that Suns could definitely make it. My only concern is we just haven't seen it. You know, like it's yeah. it's it's simple to say. You just don't know how it's gonna, you know, mesh and evolve together. But again, like I said, you have the one of the best players in the world. I'd put my money, my money there too. I got I got to say with the Suns, like they're kind of in the same role as like the Bucks for me, except for a little bit lower than that even on. Okay, the Bucks did win it all against the Suns. Granted, Chris Paul is injured. That's what, if I remember correctly, that's what I was trying to get at. But I will say, like, the, the Suns just, all right, can you be there? Do that. And it's like, well, we can get all the way to, like, literally literally to game six. And then, you know, it falls apart. Like, it's just, they were so close. I'm not a huge Chris Paul fan, but, like, at the end of the day, the guy's going to make the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best players. He just he just can't do it anymore. I just hope that he can. I hope I hope that he can be that third guy for a game or two, or like I hope he can be that guy for the Suns when needed. But knowing at the same point you're going to need a random Landry Shamit like twenty points. You're going to need a random um, Cameron Payne twenty point game. You're going to need just Josh Okogi to go off for ten to fifteen or do do anything on offense. You know, besides just play really good defense. I, I, it's just a, I'm going to die on, a, on the hill that you're not going to win anything with Chris Paul. Like if, if you're going to give Russ crap, like like yeah, Chris Paul is just never ne like you're not going to win a, a championship with a guy who's just like like pointing out like little ticky tack fouls and just being petty and just just ugh, you know. But I do think I do think KD is that guy. I think Booker is that guy. Um, yeah, I mean, Tyler kind of said it too. I don't know if I trust Aiton versus a Jokic, uh, you know, versus a Cat, you know, whoever. Um, we'll see, though. Uh, it'll be it'll be a fun watch down the stretch because they, they have all the tools to win it. Um, it'll just, you know, like kind of what Logan said, if they can piece together. All right, well, I'll ask Tyler here first, start with him this time. But of the bottom four teams in the East and West combined, so you've got Rockets and the Spurs, in the West, 16 and 18 wins respectively. In the East, 
Got the Pistons and the Hornets with 16 and 22 wins, respectively. These have the best four odds by a decent margin of winning, of getting the first overall pick here and getting Webb Yama. Hopefully I'm saying that right. So who would you like to see him get drafted by? What Scoot? do you think is its best? Scoot at two is equally as, like, hyped, I think, by the way. Well... But I mean, no one's seen Equally? a guy like Webb Yama before. Yeah, no. Like, 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 Henderson, like, like, if, Vic if, is, if, is if, the guy. If Victor's like a surefire number one, right? Like, I think Scoot's that surefire number two. I mean, Scoot's a one A, but yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. it's, it's, it's well, yeah. But I'm, I'm Yama's the the yeah, the yeah. guy who we're all talking about. You know, you know, so that's you why know there's just it. that one guy in the front office. It's like, nah, Victor's not the guy. I need Scoot. <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like the Jonah Hill and Moneyball. Like, nah, look at this specific stat. We get the first. Overall, and we're if you what? look at his first quarter stats after he drinks a Gatorade, you see from the <laughs> left hand corner. I mean, it's kind of like if the Pistons get the first overall and they already have two or three centers, like when Yama's probably going to play the center position, he's seven six. I mean, maybe he plays not our seven six. He's well, I'm seven, trying six. to be hyperbolic, but yes, he's like seven four with that shoes on. It's just it's crazy. Like, if the Pistons got they have Wiseman and Durin, like. They're already struggling to play both those guys. Not that they really need to. They need any guy they can get. But point being is, like, what's the most fun basketball fit to see Wemiyama play for? I mean, honestly, I wish Oklahoma City was worse. Um, mm. I do. I thought they would be terrible. I thought they would have a shot at the lottery. And then, like, wow, like, what a core they have. Um, if we're going off the bottom four, I mean, yeah, you can make the case for Houston, you know, pairing with Jalen, Kevin, um, and Jabari. But I'm going to go Charlotte. Uh, I think LaMelo um, and Vic is like a pretty sick duo for like the next 10 years moving forward. Um, Spenny's shaking his head um, pretty ignorantly at me, but um, no, I think, uh, no, I think, yeah, I think the the Charlotte Hornets, you pair LaMelo, like he's a stud and all-star and then Vic, like those are, that's, that's a nice core to build around. And then you got, you know, Terry and Gordon and, and those boys to, to fill in. You're shaking your head. Yeah, you just don't. Not at all. I mean, what? What's I just up like, here? If, yeah, if Jaws, if John Morant's checking in to like get counseling, and like I hope I, I'm a huge Jaw fan too. Like I hope he comes back and he's okay. But like, if the culture and the money and the fame and the music and the women and you know everything is influencing Jaw to that caliber, like God knows what Lamelo's gonna do in in like a year or two when they actually start getting good. Um, like there's a video of him that went viral of like him leaving the games, like like when and driving away in his car. It literally looks like a GTA like getaway driver. Like it's like I'm not building my team around Lamelo. Uh, he's a great talent, and I think like if you're just talking about pure fun basketball, like you're putting the best players on the court. Sure, Lamelo and Vic would be that'd be awesome, right? But I think like just and I'm biased. Uh, I love the Spurs. I think Vic going to the Spurs makes too much sense. Um, the Spurs what, are, have zero <laughs> talent on their what, roster. What, what is attractive about him going to the Spurs? Besides Popovich, you can't name, you can't say Popovich. That's he the only time. It's, it's not even, it's not even Popovich. It's, right. if, no if, if you look at their track record of foreign players, they have five championships okay, yes, as a result. I agree with that. And that's not even inclu including Popovich, but. They just they, they know how to develop. Like that doesn't equate to anything on the basketball court, though. Yeah, yeah sure it does. They took like Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker. What Calvin was Manu uh, or Manu uh, a second round pick? He was a second rounder, right? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. Tony Parker was like pick thirty two or pick thirty, like very late first. Like that's all development. 
Yeah, sure. Right. But you're talking about a time in the NBA when international players weren't really getting drafted to the NBA. You know, like Manu and Tony Parker, like that time, like that was when international basketball players really started to take off. Like nowadays, like half the drafts international, you know? No, like, absolutely. I mean, if we're naming the top five players in the league, yeah, how many are U.S., how many are international of yeah. some type? But, but a, a, I mean, I'm with you. The Spurs develop guys and insanely And that well. is a roster resetter. Like, that is, okay, we're building around Victor right now. I don't know what the hell the Spurs are doing. It's very confusing. And they've just made dumbass picks the last couple drafts where, like, they took Vassell over Halliburton, um, the kid from uh, Alabama, Josh Primo. Uh, you know, who knows what happened there? <laughs> like, uh, like yeah, they, they've just been kind of swinging and missing. This would be just like a reset. This would give them someone to build around. This would make the Spurs attractive again. Um and I'm, I'm, you know, openly very biased. About if this. I'm Victor, I would be mad if I'm going to the Spurs. Spurs get the number one pick. You're not Victor, though. You're Logan. Uh, of course, <laughs> I'm not seven four in a freaking bucket. But um, yeah, I, I would, I would not be happy going, going to San Antonio opposed to the, the other four teams on the board. I mean, maybe that's his personality. Is he's cool with a smaller city, smaller market, all type of stuff. But if I'm Wemiyama, I'm wanting to go to a a lar larger market or the biggest market here available. San Antonio might why, be the smallest market. And and that's why I'd say the Rockets. Like, if I'm Wimbiyama, like, Jalen Green, second overall pick not too long ago. I know LaMelo was the third overall. Like, I'm kind of mincing, you know, I'm kind of just nah, spicing airs there. But, like, I'm just saying, like, Rockets, like, LaMelo was third, right? He was right nah, after Wiseman. I went Ant, Wiseman, LaMelo. You're thinking of different drafts. That's what I'm saying. I know, but I'm saying... What I'm saying is that I'm hyping up Jalen Green for being the second yeah. overall pick in a draft, and then Lamella was only one I, pick behind him in a different draft. I, I totally got you. But what I'm saying is, like, think about like what gets you quickest to the championship if you're if you're a dude. And I do not think out of all four of these teams, Pistons, Rockets, Spurs, Hornets, that the Spurs are that team. Maybe they want to be almost down for the long play in the small market, and you know wants to build his brand that way. Heck, heck Jaws built his brand to one. Heck of a good brand until the last month in a small market. You know, get his own signature shoe. I mean, all this is before the last month. I got to say that's a caveat. But, like, I just don't see when Yama going, yeah, let me let me jump. Like, the first team in the NBA is a team in a small market where, like, the rosters are going to have to build around me. And I can't just, like, jump in and automatically have, like, a really good two guard and a front office that has money in the offseason. I mean, the Spurs are paying nobody. They have money. Uh... I mean, and you, I don't necessarily, if the question is where does like Wemby want to go, that's one thing. I, I'm thinking of like which team makes the most sense because Spurs have no one that they're paying aside from Keldon, I think, and they can build around him within one to two years. They'd be talked about as like the up and coming team in the West, but like, I don't really think this, I think the small market's overrated or overblown, I should say, because you look at SGA, he's killing it in Oklahoma City. You look at Dame, he's killing it in Portland. Jaw, killing it in the middle of Memphis. Like, Paolo in um, Orlando. Yeah. It's, I mean, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Magic don't yeah. sleep. They got a little core there. They got a little bit of a core. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I'd love to see him in, in, the, in the black and white. All right. Well, I'm going oh, Pistons. I think yeah. you already said it. Yeah. Like Cade Cunningham, Wimby, uh, they got Duran, like they, they, Jaden Ivey. I think Jaden Ivey is going to be a stud. In, in a few years, he has a ton of potential. Great shooter. Um, 
I think I think personally that's Marvin Bagley, right? Yeah, they, just got they Marvin just Bagley, up him. Just got James, James Wiseman. Wiseman. Like yeah. they have such a young team. If you're if we're talking about which team is the best out of those four teams in the next six years with Wimby, I think it's the Pistons. Like they have great young players that can all grow together, mesh together, um, players that could be all stars along with him. And I think outside of really Charlotte with Lamelo. There's not another team that has other potential all stars on that team. I mean, or and uh, with the Rockets too. Yeah, yeah. Of course, but I mean, Jalen Duran will be 19 when next NBA season starts. Like he'll still be 19. Just I don't crazy. Know why they young. got Wiseman though? And I don't even know why the Warriors like just dumped him. They just dumped him to get like the storyline. I feel like off there. Wasn't that like part of the trade that they got him, Gary Trent Jr. Like, then they need to complete that first to kind of be able to go get him. Was that Gary part of Payton. it? Gary Payton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it just made no sense because I feel like the Pistons, like, could use, you know, who they could use right now is, like, someone like Sadiq Bey. <laughs> I don't know why they know, trade him. Yeah, I don't, you know who the Warriors, you know, <laughs> who they should, should have, you know, they should really, like, go after like James Wiseman like they need a young big that they could like hold on to <laughs> like it it just didn't really make any sense but I mean let's I say like Wiseman had so much room to grow to be able to be like in the finals getting quality minutes with the but the thing was happy yeah that's true the thing was like like Duran hit like he looks like like a young DeAndre Jordan I don't know why you see that and then go hmm Let's go get a, a former number two overall pick who's, oh, wait, also 20, 21 years old. Like, it just, it's very confusing. And but you already Cavs. have even the a Cavs former. I know, but, but, but Mobley can shoot. None of Wiseman and, and Duran can't shoot. But, I mean, to your point, right? Like, if they can build a starting five of uh, Cade, Ivy, Wemby, Duran, uh, Wiseman, I mean, GG's. Like that, that's, yeah, that's, GG's. That's a solid five. I uh, of all the four, I definitely want to go on record saying the Pistons because I think Kate's that good. I worked for them; they're great. They they're call great them team. Motown Alexander. We're in Oklahoma State jersey as we speak. Go Cade. Go the Pistons. But like, the, also the rest of the roster is set up for a guy like Wimbiyama to come in if he does play the power forward or small forward because he, he can shoot. I it's the weirdest thing ever. Guys can be seven four and not play down low, but. Maybe, I mean, he, he will on defense, though. His thing, every single highlight tape I see is of him blocking shots around the rim. Shots around the rim. So, I don't know how that works because, like, they just did, just did get Jalen Duran, And also, they won't want Scoot Henderson and trade back one pick because they already have Cade and they have Ivy, who are two ball-dominant type of guys. I, I mean, I know Cade's probably going to guard, like, the three on defense, but still, it's – I think the Pistons are the best teams for them to go join. I agree. You know, I straight up. All right, well, we move on to the March Madness segment here of the podcast. So might run through it a little bit quicker here, but NCAA picked to win it all. Tyler, wow. Kirstein, who do you got here? NCAA March Madness. I've been trying to, to fill out all? my brackets in Sunday night. I <laughs> am struggling. Um, I, we, were, we were having this debate earlier. I, I fill out my bracket a little bit. I, I don't love upsets. I don't love the Cinderella story. Um, insane. I Absolutely would insane. like to see all one seeds in the final four. Um, I'd like to see the best of the best play the best of the best. I don't want to see NC, Charlotte, Greensville, wherever they're coming from, beat 
somebody that I want to watch in the Elite Eight or Final Four. Um, so, hot take there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I want to see the Blue Bloods play the Blue Bloods. But to your to your point, I'm I'm gonna go just because I I'm a huge Missouri Tigers fan. I've seen this team twice in the SEC. Um, Alabama's freaking good. Uh, Brandon Miller's a stud. Um, they're physical. They're big. Um, he's got a he's got a nice shot. He's you got know? a very nice he's shot. They Miller's play very good defense. Nate Oates is a really good coach. Um, you know, and I think uh, I think Alabama can play with anybody. I mean, yeah, the way Brandon Miller distributes is. Yeah, I mean, we, all, honestly, it's crazy. Because <laughs> I got that. Oh, I was going to keep going. I was going to keep going. I, don't want, like, I hate him on the court, but off the court, he's like such a good guy. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> I mean, Brandon Miller, what a driver to the rim. Exactly. You know, oh, really man. able to just give his teammates an assist when they need. He's just a straight up killer. Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did follow it as well anymore here. I've, all right. I, I, I got to say, overall, I'm. I'm going to pick Kansas. It's hard not to pick Kansas, even though they'd be the first repeat champion since 07-08 with Florida. KU's just got such a great story. I almost want to pick Houston because they've got all of the things going for them and the fact that like, if you are a conspiracy theorist and you play March Madness, you've got to pick Houston. Final Forge in Houston. Jim Nance's last year announcing. Calvin Sampson is from Houston, correct? Calvin... Calvin Sampson coaches Houston. Well, I know, but he's, isn't he from? I don't know where he's from, Houston? but Jim Nance went to Houston, and this is his last Final Four he's announcing. So yeah. I, if you're a conspiracy theorist, like somehow, some way, Houston's playing an Astros game wins it all. But with that being said, I'm not, and I'm going to pick Kansas because I'll say it this way. Every time I win my March Madness bracket, it's because I picked Kansas. And Look. so I'm like, all right, if Kansas is a one seed, I got to do it. Can't fault it now. This is way too good to be true. I mean... I'm not big on Houston. Um, okay. Not going to lie. My pick is Indiana. Not because I went there and not because I've been watching a lot of Indiana basketball recently, but because I think the system that they run with Hood Shafino and uh, Trace Jackson Davis just works. Like they run an NBA system, pick and roll, switching. Like I think in the tournament, that could prove to be beneficial for them down the line. But also, I really kind of think they have a kind of an easy path to the play, to the uh, to the final four outside of Houston. Like if they can take care of Houston and I think it's the sweet 16, I think they have a pretty solid chance of of making a final four and making a run. I think if they make the final four, um, there's no chance that they can't uh, host a uh, banner in uh, Bloomington. All right, Spenny. Who you got? This Who's is, your team here? <laughs> UCLA, Bruins? <laughs> You're so, y'all are so disrespectful. It's UCLA all day. No, I am, Jalen Clark's out though, right? Did I get that yeah, name correct? Yeah, I you mean, did. And if Adam Bona is out, all right, all right, I'll, I'll reconsider. Does that cons- does that loss to Arizona at the end of the year concern you at all? And same, no, same with same with no. Texas absolutely shellacking Kansas in the Big Twelve no, championship. Does we, we that lost not put to, doubt in your head? We lost to Arizona by two without Jalen Clark, which is you know we to be expected. But our our starting big who is the freakiest athlete I've ever seen in my life, Adam Bona. Um, he's going to be playing in the NBA very soon. I hope it's not next year. I'd like him to stay one more year. Um, I'm very excited about UCLA. I am setting myself up to be heartbroken and to be crushed, and I'm going to be very sad, but um, we're returning multiple guys who are on the Final Four team. Mick is battle-tested. We have the will, we have the grit, we have the skill. I'm just 
I want it. I want it bad. UCLA, baby. Bruins. I just can't. I can't wholeheartedly pick the Bruins after losing Jalen Clark. I just feel like he was such a great, great player on the team. He fits so well. Best defender on the team. Yeah. Uh, I think you hit the mute switch on your mic. Um, there we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm picking the Bruins. All right. I will say for the rebuttal here, I yes, KU losing to Texas and getting schlacked in the Big 12 tournament is not good and definitely not a good omen. But at the same point, missing your head coach, Bill Self being sidelined with an illness, I think that it does play a big factor because as I'm watching a ton of Big 12 basketball, I'm an Oklahoma State fan. I know Bill Self gets into the refs' heads. I know he changes the outcome of games when just yelling at the refs so often. And I do think it plays a little bit, but to be a little bit less funny, I don't know. I just think Texas had their number that day and beat them, and I hope that KU at the end of the day doesn't run into something like that. I think KU's got a couple of really, really good players. And at the end of the day, like what scares me the most about Alabama is that they have Brandon Miller. And then after that, I don't know. I don't know who they have because I watched the whole SEC championship game and it was like AM, go down, brick a shot. Alabama, go down, brick a shot. They shot 45 three pointers in the SEC championship. That's just way too many to like, oh, it, we're not going to score 90. Like shooting 45 threes, you'd figure there'd be so many other points scored. I just don't love Alabama. And then for the counter on KU, it's like, all right, like I think, I think they have enough players who can play well as a team and rely upon other guys to get it done. They just didn't have it against Texas. Your, your new state, you'd be rooting for them. Oh, no, I'm not necessarily going to be rooting for Alabama. <laughs> nah, I can't be an SEC fan. I'm too diehard Big 12 fan at the end of the day. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. All right, well, Spinny, can I start with you on the Dark Horse team, or do you want me to go? And who's, college, the, who's the team? Six or high? What? In, in, C, in college basketball? Yeah. Dark mm-hmm. Horse. Got to pick a, I got to pick a team that's fifth seeded or higher. Logan almost out of Indiana, but they're seated fourth. So do you have that fifth seed or let higher? Me, let me give Spenny a second on this just because I, I have mine. Okay. Um, And it's the Duke Blue Devils because let's talk about them for a quick second. I cannot believe we're going to call Duke a sleeper, but they are a fifth seed. They totally are a fifth, fifth seed. Requirements, the qualifications They're a this. fifth yep. seed. They're on a nine-game win streak. They just won the ACC. Uh, new new head coach, Shiner. Uh, Josh Shiner, I think, but yeah, close. You know, um. Yeah, I think I haven't watched a ton of ACC basketball this year. Um, I know the conference a little bit down. Um, I think that kind of reflects the five seed. UNC perennial number one to start. Didn't didn't even make the tournament. Virginia's beat up. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we're talking a sleeper team, it's pretty crazy to say that that Duke is a sleeper. But uh, back to my original point, I want to see the best play the best. Um, so I don't really want a sleeper in the final four. Or so the Scott doesn't like fun. Wait, so I'm just, I'm just asking here. Do you not think it's like a lot of fun to see a no. Drake team no. go to the Sweet Sixteen? Who the hell is Drake? Why the Why would I want to see Drake? And <laughs> why? Like I have no, I know, I know nothing about that university. Okay, well maybe I'm just in more college basketball. Or I just really love March Madness, but they have like a ton of seniors. They have a ton of players who are 24, 25. No, not interesting. Okay, all right. You're just not. You're not a fan of the you know David versus Goliath story. Correct. You want to see all. See. You want to see Goliaths play each other. Yes. That'd be it. Yes. You don't like, so when Butler went to the national championship and they Boring. played against what? Eh. Gordon Hayward had a shot that almost eh. went in. Eh. One of the greatest upset ever. Eh. I want Goliath. Maybe. 
Goliath versus Goliath. You can keep asking it in different ways. Okay, but I just want to. I just okay. I want the line to be drawn here then, maybe because this is what I asked about before we started recording. Then, so like for example, is a blue blood like, hey, it's the guys with like rich history. It doesn't have to be the Kentucky, Michigan, or does State, that be a UNC, Power Five do no? Yeah, but it's it, but is it but is it like it has to be a Power Five team? Like, I would I like to see a yeah, Power Five. Power five, five play Power Fives, of course. Okay, so Arizona State. 11 Ugh, seed. I mean, okay, so so it is, but there's a little bit of a qualification to it. Yeah, it's like, it's sure. like, okay. Uh, uh, yes, okay. there's a of right. I want to see the good school. I, I don't know how else to say this. I want to see the good schools. I, I want to see the top 25 play the top 25. Like, I, that's what I want. I, I think want what I want to I think ranked. what I want to hear you say is you don't want to see Mizzou play in the national championship game. That's that's that all is kind of, that is basically you're, 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 I not want Mizzou to play in the national championship. They want they're the third team in the SEC this year. But what are they seed in the NCAA tournament? Seven seed. And they're not, are they a blue blood? There's only like seven blue bloods. Well, I mean, I mean, this is just my point though. It's like, for example, would Oklahoma State qualify? In this? Fuck no. All right. So then I think that proves my dang point. <laughs> you, you're saying you're saying if you didn't go to Mizzou, you wouldn't want to see Mizzou there, basically. Sure, I don't right? want to see Mizzou in the national championship game. I don't. I want to see UCLA play Kansas. I want to see the one seeds play the one seeds. I want to see the best play the best. I don't know how else to deliver. <laughs> no, no, that I mean, message. no, no. That, that's for sure. No, I, I agree with that. I was just trying so hard to get to get a point. And anyways, Logan, um, you know, it, it really pains me. Absolutely pains me to to say this and pick this team. Uh, you know, being the diehard Louisville fan I am, but you're, you're gonna say Kentucky. I'm right? gonna go 75 miles across the state to Lexington, and I'm gonna pick Kentucky. Uh, they're a six seed. Um, they had a very very bad start to the season, but had a bad year. How are they a they, six seed? They they picked it up at the at the end of the year. I think they. Um, what were they seed in the SEC? They were like not sure six, seven, six or seven. Almost lost to Vandy. Did lose to Vandy. Excuse me. Lost to Vandy in the SEC tournament. Vandy's an NIT. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you still got John Calipari coaching. They had the, um, you know, uh, top five recruiting class. Great young talent. They got Oscar Shibwe. Um, dude averages like 13 rebounds a game. Averages a double double. Um, no one, no one wants to go against that guy in a in a in a, in a tournament game, um, unless you got. A good center who's gonna be able to play some good defense on Oscar Shibway, he can take over a game. And I think that's that's dangerous when it comes to uh the tournament. All right. Well, you're choosing an, an SEC team, Louisville and the ACC, but very I mean, I don't know, they're close together, is I guess what I'm trying to get at when I segue over to my pick here. I, I really love TCU. TCU to get there. Mike Miles, really, really good player. They have that star player, but they also play together as a whole team really well. And when they're not missing miles, they're really good. When they missed miles earlier in the season, that's why part of the reason why they're a six seed in the tournament. I think they're really good. And also I'm asking like, hey, pick somebody who's like a fifth seed or higher. I'm only getting a six seed. I just gave Tyler a bunch of crap for being fifth seed here. But you know, I mean, that's kind of the name of the game here. It's like, we're trying to pick a team that's all that close that we feel like could actually make a run at the end of the day. No, we're picking 15 seats, right? Like, we're not picking ORU either. You know, I was like actually going to pick Oral Roberts. So. That was your reasoning? <laughs> oh, so go ahead. Is, then. This is, All right, this go is off. super awkward. Go, go off. Go off. Um, what's, what's your ORU reasoning? They're going to beat Duke. You've got, you've got the Holy team. They have three Oral Roberts University. Year, right? 
Yeah, they only have three losses. Yeah. You've, you've you've got like literally like a private no, I'm not, I'm not, school uh, known you, about. You, no, I'm not going up against the devil. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Um, I was, I gonna, was gonna keep going. I just had more. Well, to say. first of all, first of all, TCU terrible pick because that's that they're in the the west of the UCLS. That won't happen. But second oh my of all, gosh, you um, are such a dire UCLA fan. I respect it though because I'd be the says about the guy Oklahoma sitting State. here I, I, in I, I, bright I, orange in Oklahoma State because I would be saying the same thing about Oklahoma State. Yeah. Okay, regardless, I think um, and one of my good buddies went there. I think Miami is always fun. Oh, um, Miami over Drake in the first round at least, if not farther. All right. Yeah, so fifth seed. Um, it's not, not a hot take by any means. Oral Roberts, though, sneaky, sneaky. Oral Roberts, seven foot five transfer from a power five school. Last they have year. a seven foot five guy? Yeah. Oh, I'm picking them. In. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick them. I'll pick I mean, them. I mean, dude, dude I, mean, I need to see, at the very least, I need to see the that dude, the 7 5 dude versus Zach Eady. That's what I'm saying here. I mean, I think, or you might have a Am little I bit of a shot. Am I talking myself like, into Oral Roberts <laughs> in my final four? <laughs> Oral Roberts from Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's why I know so much about this. But I will say, like, Oral Roberts, sneaky good pick. To, to make some noise. I'm not like. I, yeah, I so don't basically, know about like, like Sweet 16 I, yeah. and, you know. Okay, so yeah, but, no, but I'm picking better. So I'm picking Oral Roberts now, so. All right. That was a quick right, change. Over. Wow, yeah, that, was that was quick. quick. Yeah. yeah, well. That was quick. 7-5, This guy can I'm change down. his mind. Hour five transfer. Transfer. Yeah. <laughs> Lock it in. <laughs> Talk about a blue blood program. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Dude. It's not Oral Roberts. <laughs> well, can we talk upsets just real quick? Oh, yeah. Utah State? <laughs> Utah ten, ten State? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I Over know. Mizzou, first round. Um, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. Uh, Mizzou's getting run out of the gym in the first round. Did, did you I, want? I don't know if that that's not an upset considering Utah State is favored in that game. Oh, are they? Yeah. Interesting. Is is there are ten seed? That you thought? Seven over ten. Yeah. Yeah. Ten over seven. There are seed lower. But do you want a man to talk about why Louisville should hire Rick Pitino? Are you good? Oh, let's do it. Wait, wait, Why real quick, we, yeah. real quick, real quick. I do just want to point this out. Um, Howard over Kansas. Probably went to Howard knowing you. You know, that's what I'm <laughs> Yeah, it won't happen, but Why? that'd be hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just roast me like no other. Yeah, pick the uh, the team. I picked to win the whole thing as a one seat. All right, anyways, yeah. Louisville, should they hire Rick Patino before, I don't know, St. John's does? It seems um, St. John's at least I, recently. From my estimation to being the big Louisville fan I am, I think at this point, um, it's pretty far-fetched. Mm. Um, I think this time last year, could it have happened? I thought it was very likely and very possible that we could have went out and got Rick Pitino back. Um, we obviously didn't. We went out and got Ken Kenny Payne uh, from the Knicks, former Kentucky assistant, who obviously had the worst season in Louisville basketball history in our 106 years, I think, of playing. Um, so yeah, it, it didn't, it wasn't a great year this season, but, um, Josh Hurts came out, our ADs came out and said he has faith in Kenny Payne. He's going to give him a shot. Um, I think obviously he had an awful season, but you, you can't cut the cord in year one, especially when you're, you have so much faith in a guy. Um, he's also known for his recruiting. Um, so without giving him a full year to be able to go out and recruit some guys, we just signed a five-star, uh, yesterday actually, or I guess got a five-star commit yesterday with uh, Dennis Evans. So he's he's already proving his um, uh, talent in, in terms of recruiting. So I think you got to give him a little bit more time. I, Rick Pitino is my favorite coach of all time. Um, he won a national championship with us in 2013. And 
I'll always love the guy. I think at this point right now, timing just doesn't make, make sense. Um, I'd love it too, but if he goes to St. John's, kudos to him. He's a, he's a New York guy. Um, that's, that's where he belongs. I would personally, just as an Oklahoma State fan, like to see St. John's hire Rick Pitino, so that way St. John's can't hire Mike Boynton, Oklahoma State's coach. If Oklahoma <laughs> State does decide, like, uh, maybe we're all right with you, and Boynton's like, you're all right with me. I've been through all this, and just decides to one up and leave. I don't think he's going to get fired, but I like the idea of St. John's hiring Rick Pitino, just so there's not a head coach vacancy in Mike Boynton's hometown. Yeah, no, I hear we'll that. I, I, I just hope he gets back to Power 5 coaching. Um you know, he's been a proven winner everywhere he's went, won a championship with us. Even after we ended up firing him with the scandal, he went to Europe and won a championship with, uh, with the Greek team that he was coaching. Now he's, you know, going to the national championship with a 15-seed Iona, right? Or not national, or the, the tournament with the 15-seed Iona. So, um, I mean, they could. Anything's possible. <laughs> right? 15 Anything's po- seeds, two 15 hey, seeds, one last might get a year, second you know? national championship this year in New York. But, um, yeah, love the guy, but uh, I think time is not right. All right. Well, with that being said here, we're going to go wrap up the latest episode of the CJ Tour podcast. Thank you so much to Tyler Gersting, Logan Tut, and Spencer Minton for joining here on the latest episode. Thank you. guys you got any uh, thank you, yeah. shout outs here we wrap this one up? Shout out. Yeah, did you shout, want shout out my like, boys. Shout out my moms. Love you. Yeah. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Yeah, family. Did you want to shout out like Lakers winning at all? You're wearing a Lakers jersey or... Um, Anything in specific? You just no, want to be like, no? Mizzou all right. to be Utah State. Okay. All right. We'll see you here. <laughs> Heard it here from. So I can download all of my computer and then level you out versus leveling Tyler out versus leveling Spencer me out. So that way, uh, yeah, but I can just do it. Like I can just click like a compressor button, which just makes sure that like your audio, that's why I was saying earlier, like just choose if you're sitting here or here, because it's just real hard to like get all that into one. Yeah. So yeah, do that. And then honestly, because I've got this thing right here.